Hello, and welcome to the Gaming Fix Podcast, episode 236, on August 21st, 2022. I am your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. The Wet Gamer, a.k.a. your partner's favorite video game intro cinematic. I am joined today by Pat. I'm going to say Guilty Gear Strive Excluded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's don't think it's, that's my that's favorite. Anyway. Recency bias. That's yeah, yeah. Um, it, what I will tell you high on that list is, and it's so funny because it's the high on that list is the Ace Combat Five. Okay. Uh, intro cinematic, which features uh, one puddle of mud, uh, which is very. I mean, that band is body set to floor or. No, that's not a puddle of mud. Oh, no. Uh, that's a drowning pool song. Right. Okay. Um, Easy mistake. Uh, no, uh... no, it's Blurry is the okay. Puddle of Mud song, which is like one of a few of their songs that is kind of okay if you don't have to listen to the entire thing, which in this trailer <laughs> you don't. And they do a pretty good job of using it in the trailer too. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a, or not trailer, intro video. It's a pretty, it's like... Ace Combat intro videos were are, are weird because they're they're like cut together. They're not they're like attract screens. They're not really designed for you to. They're not like watch this before you start playing necessarily. It's yeah. like kind of like a trailer because it cuts together pieces from the story, and uh and and so it's but it's I remember when I first booted that game up and that tra- that that intro video played. I was like, holy shit, this. This is sick, uh, and it made me very excited to play the video game. I would personally, I think I have to go with either Witcher Two, which very is good. it's very it's good. It's got the uh, the uh-huh. assassin on the boat with all the dudes, like the ice mm-hmm. in them and, and all the that jumping stuff. and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Or Final Fantasy Ten, the Blitzball. Mm. Blitzball, yeah, the guess. Blitzball scene just fucking rips. I just think Blitzball's really. I mean, playing it fucking sucks. <laughs> no, I mean the idea of the sport is pretty is, like. The idea of the sport is amazing. Are you kidding me? Um, I don't know. It, a big I think it might be sphere kind of... of water suspended through some sort of weird technology, and people swimming around in there for minutes at a time. Now, wait a minute. Let me, but let me float this. The Final Fantasy. 10 2 yes. intro cinematic uh-huh, uh-huh. is even yeah. better. That's it's because really that's basically good. just a K pop concert. Yeah, it is. And, uh, and it's pretty sick. My girlfriend sometimes sings that song at karaoke. That's a good song. Yeah. Um, and actually, you know what? I think Kingdom Hearts has a pretty, the first one has a pretty sure. incredible intro yeah. movie. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Uh, you got. I, those are carried heavily by. Utada Hikaru's music. Yeah, but, but I mean that's but they're that's also fine. just yeah, they're yeah. they're hype. Uh simple and clean and sanctuary, just well. And a good the the remix of Simple and Clean that they use in that mm-hmm. intro video is very like that song is not high high energy originally. No. <laughs> but it's a good song. But the, yeah. the, the and I don't like I like the original version more than the remix version if I'm just gonna listen to it. But I I like how they used the remix version in that intro video because it gets you very like what the fuck it's very like weird and amps you up and then yeah. the actual beginning of that game kind of sucks. Uh, but you, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I don't mean that. I just mean the tutorial part. It kind of sure. sucks when you're on the big yeah. panes of glass and yeah, 
it's kind of boring. It's, it's, games struggle with tutorials. It's just fact. They of, sure do. Especially back in the early aughts uh, and before. Yeah. But you sound like you've got some thoughts on the tutorial of a video game you played, maybe? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I so <laughs> That sounded I... a little a little bitter, maybe? <laughs> it's mostly that there isn't really that much of a... T- I don't know. Sure. So I started playing, I, I came to this, I started playing Evil Within 1, which I know is not well regarded, so I did not have high expectations, but I came to it because I kind of wanted to play something horror-y that wasn't going to be super a super big time investment, because I feel myself kind of wanting to invest a little more in like a larger open world game soon. But, uh, and you know, it might be Metal Gear Solid 5. You I was, and Alex I was trying to sell I gotta you. Play it, and I know, I know I'll like it when I play it. So I, that's on the list. I um, do plan get, to play it myself once I get my Steam Deck, uh, replay. Getting it, getting it, uh, getting, uh, back to Death Stranding mm-hmm. has been a thought that I've had. Like, there's a few different open world games that I'm going back to Horizon and actually playing Forbidden West, although I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, the, the, there's, there's a, there's a few different, I also thought about like finally going back and playing the Witcher 3 DLC cause I haven't played it. Oh my God. Um, right. And it's oh so good. Yeah. I know it it's really good. So good. Um, uh, you can just play one of them and that's like but 20 I'm, hours. Well, yeah. And I'm, and, but also at the same time with that, I, they're doing a next gen patch for it and yeah. my save is on Xbox. So I kind of would yeah. like to wait for the series X patch and play it in 4k 60 cause yeah. I have a 4k TV. So, um, that would be cool. So I might wait, but anyway, I wanted to play something horror that was a little bit smaller. Um, and so I thought about, I think I will still in this Bethesda sale that's going on, pick up Ghostwire Tokyo. That's not really horror, but it's, it's got some vibes, um, yeah. ghosty vibes. Uh, and um, I, so I kind of want to play that. And uh, I, but, but also evil within two is on sale there. And, um, I'm surprised wanted... that's not on Game I think Pass. It is on Game Pass, but it's like seven dollars in the sale, mm-hmm. and then I could play it on Steam Deck easily. Right. Yeah. So um, that's that's kind of why I was was no better place it. to experience the horror vibes than the yeah, Steam Deck. I mean, it's not that I. It's mostly just. It's not that I think I will play it there, but why not mm-hmm. for such a huge discount? It's like eighty five percent off. I would rather. I like. I would. Pref- I prefer to use Steam over the Xbox sure. app. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I, and I had heard that it's not, that the first one's not very good and that the second one is very good, but I already owned the first one and was like, you know, I tried this once and didn't really like it that much, but I'm going to give it one more shot. And so I played like the first four chapters last night out of, I think there's 15 okay. and that game sucks. It's not good. <laughs> I'm very surprised they made a sequel to it because... I'm almost surprised it even came out at all, uh, mm. because it is a bad game. <laughs> what what uh, about it is so bad? Is it just... And I'll say, also, it's a fascinating... I'm going to keep playing it, because it's, like, it's interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> in the ways in which it's bad, because it's trying to do, like... It's trying to do Resident Evil 4. That is yeah. what it's... That I is, mean, that is really, Mikami, really what it... Uh... Yes. And I think it has some interesting ideas narratively, um, 
in a very much what the fuck is going on sort of thing. But it also is such a mess of, like, you show up at this mental hospital, and then there's a bunch of dead bodies there, and then you go into the security room, and you see that there's, like, this this guy who's, like, a monster guy who's um, who, who can, you know, dash around really fast, and he's killing people on the security footage. And it's, you know, kind of scary stuff. It's not... This game is not scary at all, to be clear. Sure. Um, and then... He, like, sneaks up behind you, and then you wake up, like, what I will say, like, then, and I was like, this is not very good. And then you wake up hanging upside down by your feet in this, like, this room of all these butchered bodies, and that part's effective. It's pretty cool. And you have to do a smash the space bar to, I'm playing it on PC, to, like, grab this knife and cut yourself free. And then you got to sneak around behind this chainsaw-wielding guy. And that part... It's not bad. It's it's pretty good. Uh, and then it like sm- slaps you back into the like you like wake up and then you're back in the quote real world. But th- but there's like th- there's an earthquake happening and you have to jump in this ambulance and the whole city is being swallowed and destroyed by an earthquake. Okay. And so it's like v- it's very clear that there's some kind of it's like the rock there. <laughs> I wish that would make this <laughs> game a lot more interesting. There's some kind of, like, not what what is real. Is any of this real? And I'm pretty sure it all is happening in his head anyway, and that's, like, the reveal at the end of the game. I don't know. Um, but it's it's just a mess, narratively. And there's very little dialogue or any kind of story uh, at all, really. Um, you do get... There's one piece of information that I thought was pretty interesting that was about, like... merging people's psyches and minds together and so that's enough that i'm kind of like this it's i think it was it's like the core of what's going on Mm -hmm. and that part was kind of interesting so i'm gonna keep but aside from narratively the game just sucks to play like it's so clunky the movement is so bad and the camera i knew about this because i remember it was a controversy when it came out they put like black bars on the top and bottom of the oh, screen. It runs the, it. It's I'm your playing 1886 14... special. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm playing it in 1440p, um, and it does have native 1440p. It's which looks fine. I mean, aspects of this game actually look pretty good for like have aged pretty well, I think. But not the environments and uh, the. It's zoomed in so close. It's like you're holding down an aim button to zoom in over someone's shoulder in a third-person shooter yeah. all the time. Mm. Like, you can only see... You you can't even see as much stuff in front of you as if you were in first-person and had peripheral right, vision of, right. like, a normal person. Like, y- y- you can only see this, like, cone in front of you, and it's... I think it's there to build tension. Oh, but absolutely. It's, it's but... just bad. It just yeah. doesn't because it doesn't really do that and then also the early parts of that game you're very much doing resident evil 4 stuff but just not as good where you're in this like village and there's zombies and they're like um well they're like infected people whatever it's uh and the game wants you to sneak past them but there's stuff like early on there's a gate you have to open and if you go up to it to open it, then these two zombies that are laying down 
10 feet behind you wake up. And if they wake up, you're, f- I mean, you're fucked. Basically what it is is, haha, we gotcha, reload the <laughs> checkpoint, do it again, and make sure you burn those bodies before you hit the gate. And it's yeah. just like, fuck you, man, that yeah. sucks. It's it's like, it's not that far back, but you still have to sneak through the whole section again. <laughs> and it's just like, come on, that doesn't build tension. It's not scary when they pop up. It's just like, oh, Christ. Because yeah. you don't have any ammo, so you can't deal with them. There's no way to deal with them other than to burn them ahead of time. You can't, like, sneak away from them. They will chase you until they get to you. It just sucks. And then there's this whole sequence in the sort of town square where you are helping this doctor. Like his, He's, like, he's got this patient, uh, which, you know... There's of course, of course, there's like mental health tropes mm-hmm. that are shitty all over this game, but this that's we are in the horror genre, so so we'll we'll revisit some of those that, when we get to my game. Yeah, uh, you just assume that that's always going to be a play, um, but there's this patient that this doctor has, and he was in the ambulance with you when like shit went sideways. The ambulance crashes, um, and he's like, "I need to help my patient." And that's, like, basically what the dialogue is like, too, is he sounds, that's what he sounds like. You kind of stumble across him, and he's like, no, no, don't shoot. We have to help my patient. It's like House of the Dead or something, like a <laughs> shitty arcade game. Not that House of the Dead is shitty, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and uh, then he's like, there's all these zombies milling around, and he's like, how we have to get through the gate, and then the detective Castellanos, the main character, is like, uh well how do you propose we do that and then the doctor's like well one of us has to be a distraction and and Cassiano goes okay well who's going to be the distraction then he goes well you're the one with the gun which is like what does that mean does that mean i'm the and then he like jumps down and starts running through into a house and then all the zombies chase him but it's not like then you go through the gate because you still have to methodically go through and deal with all these zombies It's just that they're all chasing. They all chased him into this house. It's, and the sequence you have nothing. Like you don't. You have a. You have a revolver and you have three bullets. And as soon as you wrote, as soon as you like start the encounter, like I'm not exaggerating, five of these infected things start coming after you. And it's not scary. It's just like, what do you expect me to do? And it turns out. The thing they expect you to do is die and reload the checkpoint because there's a glitch, I guess, where three of them just don't spawn if you die and, re- and reload the checkpoint, which <laughs> <laughs> it's and so I did that not really on purpose, but mm-hmm. I couldn't really deal with them. And then you still have to sneak through this whole area and you start to find more tools to deal with them, but it's still not good. I mean, like there's stealth kills, but they move super erratically and again i think it's supposed to be intense so it's like ooh are they when are they going to turn around but it's in practice it's just frustrating like the interesting th- good stealth games have somewhat predictable enemies because that's the whole point is learning the patterns of of how people are moving um whereas with this game they just kind of wander around incoherently and you so you sit there for a long time and it's not because it's intense or scary it's because it's like Ugh, well, I don't want to do it. And then sometimes it just checkpoints you without telling you. So there was one instance where I fucked something up, and I was like, well, I guess I'll just die. And then it had checkpointed me after I fucked up. No. And so no. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, 
I guess I'm just going to deal with having no health now. And, spoiler, I did, because it's not like the game is actually hard. It's just got some dumb trial and error shit in it. Uh, so I... The, it's it's. But then, once in a like at the, at the end of that sequence, you have to fight this chainsaw, the chainsaw guy from the beginning. You have to fight him and kill him. Yeah. Which is also stupid, because he's like... The whole time you're dealing with all these zombies, he's in a barn, chained up, and you're like, oh, I, I didn't even think about it as a thing I was probably going to have to fight. But then the gate, to to open the gate, you have to be able to cut this chain. And chainsaw. Castellanos is like, oh, how are we going to get through this? And it's just such a weird, contrived, like, oh, sure. clearly the way you get through this is you free the chainsaw guy and then kill him. Like, I don't know. It's... Dumb. all, all on then, his head <laughs> and at that yeah and then and then after that and at that point i was kind of like this game sucks maybe i'll just stop playing this game but then you get to the next area and there's some kind of interesting weird narrative stuff happening and you go in this this house and there's an actually effective thing where the guy's like is cool my brother is in here this is his clinic he's gonna help us and then you go in the clinic and it turns out he's turned but it's actually a pretty good scene of him like hacking up a patient and the the doctor's like what are you doing and then he turns around and he's got all the fucked up stuff on his face uh and you have to fight him and then you have to like dig around it does, it's not a playable thing but you 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 castianos like slices open the corpse that he was uh digging around in and you have to do that to get a key because there's this whole the it's something i like about the game in the save rooms you go into a mirror and yeah. then you're in the like hospital and that's where you do upgrades and stuff, which are st also bad. That system is not good. Um, but whatever. Uh, it's just like make your gun do more damage. Yeah. You can sprint longer. You have more health. It's not interesting upgrades. Um, but you go, that's forgivable because lots of games don't have very interesting upgrades. So mm -hmm. you, you can go in to the morgue and open up if you have keys that you find usually from shooting statues in this case you dig through this body there's just this wall of of morgue doors and you can open them with keys and there's no order you have to go in so it's kind of fun because like you just MK it's crypt. like what am i gonna get it's it's like an advent calendar that you don't have to do in order because uh, <laughs> you're like what am i gonna get oh this time it's 15 handgun bullets wow this time it's Five thousand experience points, and so that part's actually kind of fun because just the don't loot know box, get. the gotcha yeah. aspect. And if you can't play this game in the Netherlands, actually, <laughs> if your if your inventory is full, the stuff will stay there. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. like, if you only can carry five more handgun bullets and you found fifteen in one of the things, those other ten will stay sitting in there, mm -hmm. and you can come back for them when you when you can carry them. How just, wild is it that there are games that don't do that? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, but and, and then like I went down into this thing and there was a we we're in a dark room like a fo for f photography and there was an invisible monster and I used a flashbang on him and that's I, anyway I'm using a guide that's the key thing here is that I started using a guide for this game and that made it bearable because I can it'll say things like make sure that you don't use your handgun ammo here because <laughs> you're gonna need it uh, and it kind of removes what little tension was left in the game but I, it's making it more playable and i don't know we'll see i'm already 
a, like a over a quarter of almost a third of the way into the game. So kind of like, eh, I could just finish it and then <laughs> say that I finished it, even though I don't think it's very good. Sure. Uh, yeah. Then you can play Evil Within 2 because you it's illegal to play that game if you haven't played the Evil Within 1. And Evil Within uh, 2 is all right. I've heard it's pretty good. Um, there's I didn't finish it, but, but I I did try it out. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. I, no promises. There's other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no promises that I'll actually finish the first one either. Yeah. Frankly, uh, because I don't know. Um, there's all. I there's plenty. There's a lot of games that I'm in a. Mm-hmm. For, like I I really want to play Dishonored too, and I never get around to it. And MGS Five is in a similar mm-hmm. boat, and so it's just like there's a bunch of stuff yeah. that I want to play that I can't seem to find time to get to. Mm-hmm. It, it's even if you have the time, it's like how do I? Thinking about those games, they they can be some of them can be long, like Metal Gear Solid Five. It's like do I want to? devote myself to that much time in the future going forward or do i just want something that's like eight hours over this week or something especially because the other games that i'm continuing to play like i played destiny for a while yesterday i'm going to finish up that the current season's quest this after we're done recording because i only have a couple things left to do there um and i finished the last season quest uh and that had some interesting narrative stuff and though those games like i on the one hand, think the forever game that's always there is kind of, um, I don't think everything should be like that because (laughs) there's certainly points where it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, I guess I'm going to play this out of obligation to keep up or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but also it's nice because it's like, well, I can just jump on and play destiny for an hour and it doesn't really matter what I do during that time frame because I don't everything pretty much anything that I'm gonna do is gonna progress something. Uh, mm. So whether it's clean up my quest log more or do some pinnacles or whatever, um, and it's also true of the the other two games I'm playing is I'm still playing a lot of multiverses and I'm playing a lot of Guilty Gear, which we'll talk about. But those games are like booting them up feels like rewarding because I'm trying to get better at them. And so even if I just sit in training in combo practice mode for a half hour playing guilty gear, it's like, well, I still am building up that muscle memory. I'm still getting a little bit better. Whereas sometimes games like evil within can feel like at this point, I feel like I should finish it because and this is bad. This is sunk cost fallacy, and you shouldn't do this to yourself. But it's like, <laughs> if I don't finish it, then that was wasted time. The two hours, three hours, whatever that I spent playing it last night was a waste. <laughs> eh, I don't, <laughs> Which is I don't know about that. It, try a thing, uh, and it's okay to try a thing and say, ah, I don't like no, this. No, you're right. It is true. But just in terms of the way that I'm chunking time, yeah. it, it's like, yeah, it's 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 annoying. Um, so I don't know. We'll We'll see what happens with the rest of the gaming day i also did not sleep very much last night so i think i'm gonna play the game of sleep for a while and i we don't have to talk about it because it's this is not the this is not the book podcast but i actually i'm still plugging away at oathbringer but i i am reading uh something else too uh that i might just power through some of because it's it's a pretty interesting book uh so yeah we'll see we'll see how the 
game time goes for the rest of the day. All right. Well, to stay on topic with horror games, I also dived into a horror game that I bought like two, three years ago because Jeff Grubb called me a coward. Hmm. Uh, Because it was an early access and I was like, I don't really like to buy early access games because what if I play it a little bit and then I don't want to play it anymore until it's like finished. But then I'm like, oh, I played it in early access. Like why? I, I, I got enough of that game. So I'd rather just yeah. play it when it's finished. He's, Jeff Grubb called me a coward and said I should buy it in early access, so I did. And this, it wasn't about this specific game, but it was, uh, in general, he was talking about that, and this was the game that was on my radar at the time. Uh, I think I talked about it on the podcast when I originally played it, but I only played, like, an hour. Uh, uh-huh. Now I've played twice that, I think, uh, starting over from the beginning. But this is a v- vastly different game than I expected, uh, Them and Us is a resident is a survival horror game in the style of like the PS one PS two era probably PS one era Resident Evil Silent Hill games. Yeah, um, you are in a mansion. There are zombies. <laughs> you are you've got like a six slot inventory in your backpack that you are picking uh-huh. up items uh-huh. and. It's a little frustrating to start because you don't have a box for quite a while. And so you're picking up items and then you just have to like leave them around the the mansion and be like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to run back here. And it gets very tedious because you don't know what you're going to actually need to take across from end to end. And there are lots of, you know, locked doors, of course. And it's like, oh, this is the sun key door and the moon key and Minerva door. I'm like, okay i sure why not but it doesn't have any of like the super high quality resident evil 2 remake uh quality of life things where it's like oh this key goes to this door over here or anything you just have to kind of remember where all that stuff is which isn't great luckily the map does let you cycle through and see where all the items you've left are so if you're like oh where did i leave that key you'd be like oh okay it's over in this room over here which is uh convenient but so having that experience with the resident evil games and these type of survival horror games it's been fun to solve the puzzles and kind of put those skills to use of running past the zombies and saving your handgun ammo and like oh there are four zombies standing right in front of me in this hallway i'm going to dodge and weave between all of them Mm -hmm. Uh, which is made easier by using the third person camera angle but there's also like there's like fixed camera angles so like classic resident evil there's even a they've added a first person mode as dlc so if you want to play it like that you can do that and they like specifically like tweaked it and tuned it for first person because i think if you just took those games and made them first person it wouldn't necessarily work well uh but yeah so like all that stuff works pretty well if not being a little tedious and like the mansion is pretty uh tight at the start then you get out into the like the outer areas of the mansion which i never got Mm -hmm. to uh on my first playthrough and then some real weird shit goes down (laughs) like like 
so you know how when we were talking about Resident Evil, you were saying that it kind of bugged you that it was all scientific and there's always yeah. like, oh, it's the T virus or the G virus or, you know, whatever it is that turned you off. This game is doing the complete opposite of that. It is there is a weird cult in this mansion. They worship some evil or they worship some thing called is they call it the master some ancient eldritch god thing sure, sure and they turned their followers into the zombies and there are like weird monsters running around and also portals to other dimensions right. and yeah there's there's a lot of magic going on which is very strange i got to uh part with like some fifth element symbols you know with like the the wave the wavy lines and the straight lines and all that fire you Mm -hmm, know i I gotta solve some puzzles so it's you know feeling a little amnesia rebirth in there and you are playing a mother who is looking for her daughter but she's been in a prison or a mental institution for like nine years and then it's got like a Silent Hill downpour kind of intro where the bus, like prisoner transport you're on crashes and then you end up in this weird, creepy mansion. You don't know why you're here. Seems like there's something going on with, I said, Alicia is the character's name. Alicia is some sort of ancient god or like the the prophesized person. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. There's not a you're not running into other characters, you're just finding notes scattered yeah, around sure. the mansion. Uh so you know, there's no like you know, you could have been a Jill sandwich or any fun narrative or fun interactions like that. Yeah. Haven't run into anybody, which is unfortunate. But it's very weird that she's like, I gotta find my daughter and I'm like, Why would your daughter be on this island? What are you what are you what are you thinking? What why do you think she's here? You don't even you weren't even on your way to see her. What? I don't know what's going on with this. Uh, and so it seems like I, something, either this character is unwell, like mental health wise, or they're just some sort of magical being that is was captured and brought here for nefarious cult purposes. But I'm only like two and a half, three hours in, and I guess it's like fourteen ish hours long, according to how long to beat, so pretty meaty. Uh yeah. bigger than I expected based on kind of what I've seen so far. But the I'm hoping that the kind of interdimensional stuff is good, because what it's had so far has been pretty limited in scope and is not the most sure. interesting. It's like, oh, there are these monster ghosts and you have to use holy water on them and then you can shoot them and then you have to use holy water on them again when they're down and then mm-hmm. they'll give you like spiritual essence and you can use spiritual essence on the box of politus i think that's what it's called some sort of okay. ancient magic object i probably real uh that you can use to acquire items like box of greed or whatever um politus. loot boxes yeah, it's, it's a loot box. Uh, Plutus? Box of Plutus? Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's not... I don't know what that is. That's a brand thing. 
I don't know. Anyway, yeah, there's weird magic that I was not expecting. I thought it was going to be like, oh, it's maybe like some minor cult stuff. But there's a lot more magic than I was expecting in this game. And it's uh, it's like just spooky enough, but not so spooky that it's like, oh, I got to I got to take a step back. It's mostly just like, oh, OK, there's there's these zombies. They're coming for me. I got to weave around them not much of an issue i've got 115 handgun bullets because i don't have to shoot anything ever uh until you do and then you're like oh god this thing is this game does not have the tightest controls uh so it is uh you know don't don't go in expecting a resident evil modern resident evil quality gameplay experience in terms of the the shooting and whatnot but in terms of classic Resident Evil vibes and Silent Hill and like all all those kinds of things, I think it, it does a pretty good job of uh, kind of capturing those vibes in a more mm-hmm. modern game, even if it's not perfect or as good. So that's them and us. Then I played another spooky little game, and this game is actually much more effective at using its atmosphere uh, to be creepy and unpleasant. And that is uh, Security Booth Director's Cut. Uh, this game is like Papers, Please. Okay. But you are a rent-a-cop outside of some sort of uh, organization, like night shift security outside of some biotech group building i don't know it is so you are sitting in your security booth cars drive up and then you have to look at the license plate you can talk to the people in the car a little bit and then you go into the booth look at the computer try to match up the license plate the license plate if there's a match you let them through if it doesn't match you can turn them away or you could let them through either one you can turn away or let through I only played through one kind of one run. There are multiple endings and stuff. And they're not super long. This game's only $5. But it does a lot of... There's a lot of freaky stuff happening in the security booth. It's very unpleasant. There's ghosts. There's some sort of stranger who's just kind of like watching you and like showing up. Uh, One dude like showed up and I talked to him. It's all text. There's no audio. No, there's no vocal audio. There's not from the people. There are some on the phone. Uh, but the dude just rolls up and he's like, hey, 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 I'm not supposed to be here. I'm like, you're just going to, you can go. I'm not even going to look at the computer. You just need to get out of here. I don't want you around here at all. And then there's like, pick up the phone and it's like, behind you i'm like i don't want to look behind me now oh boy yeah and then i look behind me i'm like oh shit what the fuck and then like okay well let's go outside and see this this thing and then you're gone oh boy and like red handprints are start appearing on the windows you hear like a thunk and there's a red handprint on the window and i i the door is open randomly on this little security booth like stop that stop that don't don't That's close. pretty good. Yeah, it's uh apparently the it's free on itch, but the director's cut version just came out on Steam and that's got more content and 
more endings. It's five bucks. It's got vibes for days. Uh, the I saw a new uh, a story from some publication that described it as like being an extra in an X-Files episode. Uh, and okay. I've been watching the X-Files recently. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I can, I can get into that. And so, yeah, you're just, my first run, I managed to properly let in everybody who was supposed to be in and turn away all the people who weren't, but some bad stuff happened. And I, I don't know what to make of the bad stuff. I, there were some explosions, I think. Mm. Uh, unsettling audio security systems went bad i just i don't know what happened but i i am curious to go back and kind of see what happened yeah. if i just let everybody in who shows up or stuff like yeah. that because yeah, this is cool I'll, i might give this a shot too yeah it's, it's only five bucks and it's a playthrough took me i don't know let's see how long do i have on my uh playtime on it 13 minutes for one ending so it's not yeah. very long at all uh, very, I'd say it's definitely worth checking out if you're into horror experiences, short and sweet. Sure. Uh, it's pretty neat. And it, that's cool. it's very effective at what it's doing. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the game we both played because you got me, Pat. <laughs> you, you did it. Uh, last week's, you, you converted me on last week's episode into a Guilty Gear pervert. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive is hella good. Yes, it's sick. It <laughs> is. Yeah. I I tried to play Revelator. There was, like, a demo of Revelator 2, maybe, on, like, PS4 that I tried to play. And I, like, I was just like, I cannot wrap my head around this at all. And it turned me sure. off Guilty Gear for good. And then, but that, you know, that was a couple years ago. And our discussion last week, you explaining the lore, I was like, okay, this sounds too cool, too good to be mm-hmm, true. Mm-hmm. So I, I pulled the trigger. I spent the $80 to get the, the massive pack with everybody yep. in it. And I, I'm having a blast. This it's so good. Rocks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've played a ton of that, too, obviously. Uh, and we've played yeah. a bit of it as well. Um, and uh, I'm looking for, I think we're supposed to play with some super GG folks tomorrow, which should be yeah. fun. Uh, that it's, it's, a, it's a really, really, really good game. And it's a really good, um, it's got so many onboarding tools to help you kind of understand how it works. And yeah. not just plenty of games teach you the basics uh and and you kind of learn how they play but the way that this game has really effective tutorials that teach you minute mechanics mm-hmm. is like i feel like i fully understand all the systems at this point am i able to execute on them not necessarily but at least i know like i understand that like faultless defense is useful not just because you don't take damage, but because it also pushes people away yeah. and stuff. And, and um, like, I fully understand how burst works, whereas in other fighting games, it just would be another meter on the screen that I'd kind of, mm-hmm. like, I don't have the... <laughs> I don't really understand how that works, and I don't really want to watch YouTube videos to learn about it right now, but this game puts everything in the game for you in a way that I think is really concise and intelligent. Uh, and 
it just has lots of tools to help you get better. Yeah, the the one tool, and maybe it's in there, but it's not in where I would like it, which is in the combo tutorials. And it's it's great that this game has combo tutorials and they're like user-created combo tutorials. They're not just like, mm-hmm. here are the 10 combos that we came up with, which is what Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, Fighters has. And that is... Like it, they're good combos and they're a good way to like learn how to do stuff. But you know, the guilty gear way is nice because you can just say, "Give me a list of five combos to like practice and learn," uh, which is yep. cool. But there are times where I'm practicing these combos and I don't know why I'm dropping them. Like, why am mm-hmm. I? Why half the time I can nail this input and half the time they hit the ground before I can you know keep them going through and I don't know. Is it like, am I too slow? Did I, is the way I hit them weird? Is the, like, was I too fast before? And that changed something, you know, all of this. And I would love, I don't know what would go into or how difficult or, you know, how to do this, but I would love feedback on that kind of stuff. Like, oh, this, this part, you were too slow. Oh, okay. That's why. And you can yeah. watch, you can watch a sample of a lot of the combos, but mm-hmm. it's not. You know, it's tough you to follow. So down, what I think, yeah, I think, I think that's the thing that would be useful for helping is what you're talking about is if they if you could slow down maybe, the yeah. the replay videos that you can watch the samples or whatever because I find that I can't keep up with the when when it shows the person like I'm getting better at being able to do the inputs myself. In the past, I just was like. There's no fucking way I could hit the buttons that fast. And now I'm finding that, you know, I can do 10 hit combos uh, and stuff if I practice them. But I, while trying to pay attention to the inputs that it shows when you watch the samples and mm-hmm. what's happening on screen so I can follow along with the animation, is it's, inc- it's incomprehensible. Mm-hmm. And so being able to play that at half speed uh, or slower would be good, I think. Yeah, I think that would for, be helpful. For- even um, if it just like gave me a pop up that said too fast or too slow, uh, just like on like when I'm doing the t- there's a tutorial uh, that was about I don't even know what it was. Uh, it basically you're supposed to knock so- knock someone down and then they do a recovery move and you are supposed to do a safe jump it was i think it was for the safe jump tutorial mm-hmm. safe jump yeah. and block out of it and i could not get the timing on it at all like i would feel like i was nailing it but it just was like nope that wasn't it i'm like what am some i doing those, wrong i don't know some of those could be better because some of them you just need to hold the input as it's doing maybe. the setup yeah maybe and it's kind of like well that doesn't really help me learn the timing um mm-hmm. Well, because it was like hit them, do a jump with like do a jumping slash, and then block when they do the recovery. And I was Mm. like, I I tried it, and sometimes I can get like the jumping slash to register as like done, and sometimes I can't, and I don't know why one or the other. So that's that's frustrating. But I hit a. It's fun uh, to it's fun to play and like. You know, I'll get there eventually, probably. Maybe right. I just need to look it up or something. I don't know. I kind of hit a wall with the um, with the missions, not yeah. until the final set of them, but there's a Roman cancel tutorial. That it's like, basically, it's just a tough combo to execute, yeah. and it's there to teach you about how Roman cancels are used in practice in yep. 
mid combo and you have to do a dash roman cancel and follow up with uh the quarter circle back slash mm-hmm. that soul has and i just i can do it i can get two i can get it mm-hmm. two times mm-hmm. But then I can't put it together yeah. for a third time. I don't have the consistency to to get it done three times yeah. in five attempts. Yeah, um, it, the, and it's annoying to have to. If I wish it would just be like, okay, here's your five attempts, and okay, you okay, you missed it this many times. Reset and instead of there's just a little bit too much of a you failed. Yes. Okay, restart. It's yes, like, I, I know. I, agree. I, yeah. I know I failed. Just like, but at the same time, what I will say is, you can do what you're describing in the combo practice. Yes, you can just, you do, can just go you free can just, mode. Yeah, yeah. But I will say that sometimes I am too. I get in my own head about it, and so I like start rhythmically hitting the reset button at the point that I always fuck up, mm-hmm. and I'm not like. And uh, then sometimes I'm like. Not ra- I don't. I haven't really gotten angry at this game, but sometimes I'm just like, I'm gonna, I'm going to just do this, and I just keep resetting. Like I'm just, mm-hmm. it's like I kind of get like frenzied, and I'm just doing this. The, the I'm screwing <laughs> it up. I'm not stopping to look at why I made the mistake mm-hmm. or what I did wrong. I'm just slamming the reset button and doing it again, mm-hmm. and I'll do it like I'll make like five attempts in ten seconds, and I have to stop <laughs> myself and go like, all right, maybe the breathing, maybe the forced breather between attempts yeah. isn't quite that bad. Um, but uh, but ultimately, the other thing that's nice about that stuff is I I in the past when I tried to get into Street Fighter with Street Fighter Four, I, I haven't even mm-hmm. played much of Five. Uh, I just played the story of Five when it came out, which is not very good. But um, the when I when I tried to get into Street Fighter Four, I did all this practicing and I read about frame data and I tried to understand how everything worked. And then I went online and I mean I don't know <laughs> if it was because of I was on Wi-Fi, so it could have been a netcode issue. But I just got fucking <laughs> rot. Like it was not, and I'm not talking like close matches. I'm talking like. I would most of the time just get perfected. It was like mm-hmm. over and over and over. And I was playing as Ryu. So it was like picking the simplest character to learn and getting absolutely fucking worked. And it sucked. It was not fun. And yeah. I tried for like a solid three weeks. I played a shitload of that game. I played dozens and dozens of matches and I won maybe a couple of them. And mm-hmm. so it sucked. This game, though, and so it meant that all the other stuff in the game was just frustrating because I yeah. was like, I'm so far off of even being able to have fun with this game. It doesn't matter what tools are in it. Whereas this game, I I don't know if it's a function of their matchmaking being better or if it's just a, the netcode being better or what, but I'm not like blazing my tra- trail up the tower, but I'm actually like, I haven't had a match that wasn't close yet. Mm-hmm. In the ranked stuff, well, I shouldn't say that. There was one. Yeah, I had one, some that were just There was one Bridget okay. that I played against that was that was kind of fucked up, but I still took a round off of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though she won a round, the two rounds she won against me, I got she kind of cleaned my clock, but I still got in and and won a round because the the reason she was beating me is because she had a couple of combos down, mm-hmm. and so it was like once the combo started, I couldn't really deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and but the the second round i did take uh because i just blocked the combo and then 
went sure. in with my own shit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And I really like just the general pace and feel of the game a lot where, like, I have, there's a there's a major part of the Arxis World Tour on right now. And I have it up in the background even right now. And these pros are doing, like, nine or ten hit combos as their big combos. Yep. And that is so much more what I'm looking for than the like street fighter, like 37 hit combo. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't find that very interesting. It's, it's fine if it's in dragon ball where it's like the reason it's 37 hits is because 20 of those hits happen in a fraction of a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's a little different, but the, the way that, um, that, uh, that, that uh, some fighting games are so, long input string heavy on the combos i don't like that as much i really love how i mean and this is shocker i like mobas a lot I like <laughs> stuff like league a lot i like stuff like overwatch a lot that's what guilty gear kind of feels like in this space is like it's more about character kit and are you using it effectively and um it's really really satisfying and winning a ranked match is like Holy shit, You're man! Doing karate kicks on my front it's, porch, baby. It's <laughs> sick. It feels so. It feels like winning an i racing race. In that, like, man, it's hard. I really had to to like bust my ass to get this to do this. Um, and it just feels really good. And then I've had a few, a couple of not a, probably just a couple, but a couple of matches where I was the one who was like. Mm-hmm. just rocking the other person. And that yeah. was, that felt really good too, to have that once in a while yeah. and be like, man, okay, wait a minute. Maybe I'm actually getting not good, not mm-hmm. like in the grand scheme of things good, but maybe I could become an average guilty mm-hmm. gear player, yeah, which is I, all I want. I, I could, I just pick, want to be able to have I fun. Could, yeah. I could pick it up with a person. Yeah. Like, okay. Let's play some rounds and not embarrass myself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to be in a place where I could, not to compete, but go to Evo as a spectator and mm-hmm. play and, a couple of casuals and yeah, sure. with other people there to be spectators mm-hmm. and have a, have a decent time and not just like feel yeah. embarrassed. Like we said. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, the thing for me where I was like, okay, now, now I've got it was I, like I had played some rank matches. I had had some good ones. I had had some bad ones and I, I posted a clip of this one in our discord and it was the one where I was have I was playing against a character that I'd had trouble with when playing with Alex Arona. It was Ram Lethal, who is a pretty, like a mid range character, and She's my cool. character, yeah, uh, the character I play, We're Giovanna, cool, so. is is like for pretty up close. She's got some, some like range moves, but I'm always struggling with people who outrange me, which is a lot of the characters in this game. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, pretty evenly matched, fighting back and forth across the screen. And she got me into the corner. And somehow I fought her out of the corner and, like, whiffing a lot of moves along the way. Just like, oh, wasn't close enough for that one. But then they weren't able to capitalize and punish me. So then i like, okay, we're going to try this again and keep kicking them and across the screen. And then I chase them into the corner and I nail a combo that I've been practicing in the combo uh, the combo training i had yeah. practiced that combo for like an hour and i nailed it in the corner broke the screen kicked him across got the positive bonus got my super up and then i just immediately nailed him and went into a super and took him out in like 30 seconds and i was like okay that i 
I played that perfectly. We're playing fighting Almost. games now. Yes, I, like I <laughs> once I got into like you know I was watching a video with like this is the win condition for Giovanna, and I got into that win condition that they described, and I executed on it, and it was amazing. It yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's a. I had I had a ranked match a couple nights ago. Um, I'm playing Biken, um, mainly, and uh, I had a I had a a match a couple nights ago where, um, I, the person was just hyper aggressive. Like they were, I can't remember who they were playing. I don't think. I think it was a Kai, and they were just like, nonstop in your face aggressive and. I, they took the first round because I was like, "Whoa, what are you? This is wild!" And then you play against me. But then I was like, "Then I was like, second round, okay, they are going to just immediately jump in." Yeah, and I just timed it to counter them with the with Biken's heavy slash, and it does so much fucking damage. Yeah, and then it was like a kung fu, like a Jackie Chan movie or something, where like they kept coming at me, and I just counter counter with that move (laughs) and that was like i used just that and light slash Mm -hmm. and one special move and i won the whole match because they just kept like because they didn't slow down they Mm -hmm. would like and they have kai has a bunch of range so i was like why wouldn't you just stay Mm -hmm. away from me Mm -hmm. you see what i'm doing i'm turtling and just taking you out when you rush in but they kept rushing in and it was like child's play to just deflect everything they were doing and counter it um, and I wasn't relying on combos at that point. It was just mm-hmm. like d- watching their game and countering it. And I really enjoy that. That is guilty. This game does not feel like it is all about the combos. Obviously, being able to execute combos is important, but it feels like it is so much more about positioning and pacing and understanding the way that the characters work than it is stringing together like a huge combo uh which is i mean if you're playing at high levels you have to be able to do the combos but for me to play at a kind of middle of the pack average level i can have fun without being able to do huge long combos which is cool uh and it depends on the character too because obviously there are characters that do want those longer input strings but somebody like biken she doesn't really do that. She uh-huh. her bread and butter is like a four hit combo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she does like a close slash far slash, uh, heavy, and then her like chain thing, and then there's also one with the tatami that she uh-huh. does, and I can do those already because they're they're short and pretty easy. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it it's been a lot of fun, and I'm still trying to decide who my secondary character is. Like I like Chip. Chip Zanuff is uh. He's a lot of fun. I hate him so much. <laughs> we got that double KO on each other playing together. Yeah, which that was, was that fun. was really fun. Yeah, it, we it is, put that on Twitter or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it is fun to have someone to play with who is yeah. similar level. Um, mm-hmm. for multiple people because totally. playing with Arona, we're about the same uh, same level too, and it just depends on the characters you you pick because Giovanna. It's not have a good time against any of the characters that y'all like to main. <laughs> bumming me out. And like, I can pick up someone else and have a good time. Like, you know, Giovanna against Biken is a bad time. I can go pick up Chip and I can go in against your Biken and I can have a lot of fun. It's going to get worse when I learn how to do Biken's catches better. <laughs> or when uh. you learn how to do Biken's air moves. Because I was reading that Biken's got really good anti-air. 
uh, yeah, she's got um, or really good air stuff in general. But yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, but you know, that's as you get better, I'll get better, and so you know, we'll right. be, both be. I was learning things about Giovanna, like she can dash and block at the same time. I'm like, oh, well, that sounds powerful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And like dash into moves, and she can keep her dash momentum as she's going into a kick, which mm-hmm. is unique for her, uh, which is very cool. And I look forward to that's, actually being able to do it. That's just the best thing about this game for me is the characters are so, each one is so unique. Mm-hmm. There just is no, oh, they're like this character, but with this move. It's, mm-hmm. There's no like, Oh, it's like you're playing Cammy with a dive kick or whatever, the mm-hmm. way that people will describe characters in other fighting games. It's like, no, no, no. Like, I started playing Nagori Yuki a little bit, and he's, like, wild. He, he, he can't dash, but his quarter circle kicks are, like, little micro-teleports, uh-huh. like, blinks. And you basically can't stop him from gaining this blood meter mm-hmm. unless you go fully on the defensive. And when the blood meter fills up, you don't get to choose when it triggers. It just when it fills up, which you get from attacking, then he goes into this blood rage state and his attacks do have more range. I think his slashes, they may also do more damage, but he's loses health the whole time that you're in the blood rage state. But you can also then do his super when you're in the blood rage state, which is like this huge heavy slash. And it's not quite a one-hit kill, but it's close enough that at the stage of the fight where you get into that mode, if you can land it, you're probably going to win. And that's how you you have to hit that. Mm-hmm. And that's how you win as him. And once I played as him for a little bit, I was kind of like, okay, well, now I feel like I have tool a toolkit to play against him. And also, this character is super interesting. It's very different from Biken, who is much more methodical and, like not you can be aggressive but like it's more about controlling the pace of the fight whereas nagori yuki is like no you need to go uh it's super interesting and then i also play a little bit of ramlethal and she's like her whole throwing swords mechanic is awesome because it's a total like how are you going to set them up into the corner to be Uh able to just hurl those swords? And how are you going to manage not having them? Cause her moveset changes based on whether she has one or both or none of them. And it's, it's very cool. Uh, It's, it's just a very engaging to just think about how their kits work and how to, how they interact uh, beyond even just the basic part of it's a fighting game and they have combos and cool moves. Um, The, the like Jacko, for example, has fucking she like summons little little creeps yep uh and not creep like creeps from league of legends kind of um and then her her special moves are all controlling them so telling them to like attack or defend or blow themselves up and i it is she it's very cool it is so much to wrap your head around yeah (laughs) how to manage that stuff when you don't know how it works going up against her is just like uh do i mm, should i kick this should i stay away from it i don't know what to do yeah (laughs) yeah it's very interesting it's just it's really fun to to kind of it feels like there's so much it feels like you don't have to be um perfect at it to have fun with it but that there's so much there to learn It, it is the classic it is i don't want to say easy but it is approachable to pick up but obviously extremely difficult and time and and 
takes a lot of effort to get good at it. Um, but you can have fun with it before you're good and without just playing the CPU, which is, is yeah. cool. And there are so many resources out there for learning yep. how to play the characters. The The one thing that I have found lacking is like matchup information. There's like a little bit out there, but especially for the DLC characters, it seems it's just, there's not as much info yeah. on DLC character matchups. Cause I was trying to read up on, okay, like Giovanna, how do I play against this character? How do I play against Biken? And there was nothing written on dust loop. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. So it's definitely, it is, you know, Kai has this really incredible detailed guide on dust mm-hmm. loop and like detailed guide for like how to approach learning him. Mm-hmm. Whereas Biken is just like, here's a list of combos. <laughs> <laughs> so there's to some extent there's there there's an unevenness to some of yeah. the it, the and community resources. But that's to be expected. Yeah, it's all community run, so of course there's gonna be you know, holes and whatnot. It's all free, so can't be yeah. too angry. Or you know, there's lots of YouTube videos. I haven't tried to look up any like matchup content on youtube i wonder if there must be something about that on there it's mostly just like here's how you play this character and here's what you should do and here's what to know here's what a shrek install is <laughs> just yeah great aspect of giovanna and you know every time i learn something new about her i'm like i'm gonna keep playing this character yep uh, it's, it's yeah. good shit yeah and it's uh... There's like little like the grit system is really cool where you're the 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 hell some people hate it to be clear but yeah. I think it's really cool where like characters all have the exact they all have 420 health um, nice but then uh but then they have different defense values which determines yeah. how like the, it's a modifier for how much damage they're gonna take so some will take a little less some will take a little more and then also they have a grit score where as their health decreases their defense I want to say it is changes so what it means is that when even if your health is really low you should continue to fight because you're taking less damage yeah as your health decreases so it 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 almost feels like it's like a comeback mechanic without feeling cheap and without feeling like shitty um where it's just the total amount of damage you're gonna have to do is is this much but the way they visually represent it is engaging and like helps you feel it helps the starts of the fights feel like man we are just like slugging each other with these huge chunking moves but then later in the fight it gets really tense because it's like oh both of us only have a little bit of health left yeah but you can still survive like a hit or two so i don't know i love the way that that is paced and and i think it does a lot for the kind of flow of the fights too uh, yeah, I, I ran into an issue in like other fighting games with that, like uh, maybe like a Street Fighter, like Street Fighter, I don't think has anything like that. And so you just watch your health immediately go down to like nothing at the start of a fight. And you're like, oh, I just got 100 hand slap by E Honda and all my health is gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's okay. That's the fight over in like 15 seconds, which has always turned me off of like not always turn me off it's after dragon ball fighters i was like oh i don't want to play like one-on-one fighting games anymore because they're just over too quick but the length of these matches is just right it's it's just right so and it's uh the the online the way that i mean obviously when you're playing with friends it's however you want it to be but i like that the um the ranked mode it's just gives you three matches so like you can you can stop whenever you want but even if you rematch eventually it's going to be like okay you're done which is a 
good thing for me psychologically because sometimes I'm like, I think I can beat this person Mm -hmm. and I can't. And so I get, and then I would get, I would get mad if it allowed me to rematch them for an hour and keep losing Uh to them. (laughs) There was one person, there was a Saul who was just doing the most, he just like kept spamming like one or two moves. And I, Oh my God. Like, I was like figuring out how to get around it and deal Mm -hmm. with it. But he, he quit after the first, after the first set. I'm like, are you kidding me? What a, what a fucking weenie. Uh, so no respect there, but I am. You can definitely BM a little bit in, uh, yeah, in the ranked, and I think it's kind of funny. I was uh, so playing against Bridget, who is the new DLC character, who is immense who is fun to play. Fun. Yeah, there's also like two thirds of people playing are playing as Bridget. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, it Bridget is a problem for. <laughs> For Giovanna, here here are all the problems that are are, here are all the characters that are problem for Giovanna. No, Um, she she has immense range. She can hit you almost all the way across the screen uh, with just like a basic attack, which is very frustrating. Mm -hmm. And so it's been a lot of me. Even like at that point, I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna try and learn how to like go in and like get past all this offense that they're doing. And sometimes I'd get in and, like, make it all the way across the screen safely and, like, dashing and blocking and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But there was a point where I was just, like, waiting because they kept, like, throwing out, like, moves that would stop right before me because it didn't go all the way across the screen. It just went most of the way across the screen. So I just stopped and stood there and then hit the taunt button. And then she, like, Giovanna did some weird taunt with her dog where they, like, did the same, like, hand motions or something. I don't She's got, like, a stand, like, JoJo, and there's the dog. It's really cool, but. Sure, sure. Yeah, so they were just, like, doing some weird hand motion, like, doing the Macarena or some shit. I don't know. But <laughs> it's like, fine, you're just going to do that from across the screen. I'm just going to do this and wait. you got to come to me. Uh, so that was good fun. I don't remember who won that one, but it was, uh, that was just, like, fine, I'm sick of your shit uh, and waiting for them. Uh, so, yeah, adapting on the fly is always uh, important in these these games. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I'm, finally like trying to be a little more smart with my play because i tend to just be like i'm just gonna jump in like a dickhead and go 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 and i pick characters who reflect that uh and who benefit from that like chip uh is another character who benefits from that so yeah i I was glad to quickly find characters i like and uh i need to learn some other types but it's yeah it's a lot of fun i'm glad you convinced me yeah, the one thing I'm torn about is I don't know if I should. I, I, part of me feels like I should just spend all my time devoted to Biken to get better at her. But then I also feel like I want to learn another character as well. So originally I thought I would do three characters, but I think I might just do. We'll just work on two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to pick who that other character is going to be. I just, you know, I want to, like, find the characters I enjoy playing and then just yeah. be competent enough to jump in and have a good time with them. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy, I would say, at least a third of the roster. Yeah. Um, if not more than that. Uh, so, you know, it's 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 not for lack of characters. I think all of them are cool, too. It's just, oh, yeah. Probably, probably Eno is probably the other one that I will um, invest some time into because I like her witch. a lot. Yeah, I did not like her in the in playing her at all in the previous games, uh, which is interesting because um, now I think she's pretty awesome. I like her kit a lot. Uh, it's got a nice mix of like range and um, air and air yeah. stuff. And air stuff is something I need to get better at all around. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because that's like my weakest used to, it was defense coming into this, but I'm starting to have a handle on how to defend. Uh, but aerials are rough for me. Mm-hmm. And so she's a good character to, to play to get better at those. Play a lot. You play rocket league. You should be perfectly fine at aerials. <laughs> yeah, totally the same skill set. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, exactly. I was, I was <laughs> just got to hit your rock. I mean, you know, basically has the rocket league, like flying mechanic where you jump up and you exactly. Boost. Yeah. So it's exactly, right. exactly the same thing. You know, it's just like Rocket League. She's interesting because she she has an aerial move where she'll, like, either dive kick, like, down, down, dive kick kind of off to an angle or fly horizontally into somebody. And it's interesting. It's a good good aerial practice to figure out when to use which of those moves and start getting better at reading when's the right time for the different ranges and trajectories of that move, which is a lot of fun. Well, uh, that is your Guilty Gear Strive update. We'll maybe post some highlights up on the Twitter, uh, yeah. at Fix Podcasts, because that's fun. And uh, maybe there'll be some from our upcoming matches against the, the, the Super GG Radio folks, which we'll be doing uh, later this week. Or tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. It's two days. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it's tomorrow for me now, because it's after midnight. What do you know? fun stuff uh but we're gonna wrap up this episode here and uh yeah thank you everyone for listening in thank you to jeff davis at stranger peace on twitter tiktok twitch wherever social media platforms get, let you have a handle i, I don't know uh for a one thank you jeff for a wonderful theme music we uh, appreciate you Thank you to the listeners for, uh, for listening. You can find us on Twitter and find our Guilty Gear Strive highlights at Fix Podcasts. Or go to podchaser.com slash gamingfix. Leave us a review. Really appreciate it. Or iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts. I don't know what the platforms are. Send us an email to gamingatfix.space. Tell us what fighting game you want to see. I feel like I've already asked that. Do it. Do it to it. Pat, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter at PJC Plays. Great. You can find me, Andre Cole, aka the Web Gamer, aka your partner's favorite video game intro cinematic, on Twitter at Coolslaw C O O L S L 4 W. You can find us back next episode of the Gaming Fix Podcast. Stay wet, gamers. <laughs>